At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome into Odds On. I'm Mike Palm. He is Amal Shaw. Huge week on the program, yeah. really, Amal. It's going to start off with Jeff Erickson today and join us in 30 minutes to talk about these baseball division races. Tonight's schedule is maybe some yes no props on playoffs yeah. uh, that are still out there at the various books. Start with some. Some news in football, though. Uh, Adam Schefter reporting that the Panthers have officially announced Baker Mayfield will be their opening day quarterback against the Cleveland Browns. What does this do for you from a betting perspective? Incredibly excited. Looking forward to the Panthers going 6-11. and 11. Uh, You know, this should be a fun time here in Charlotte. It can't wait. No, nothing. The bottom line is this is not a particularly good team. Uh, what's going to be interesting, I think, is you've got to keep it, uh, pay attention to Tampa and then New Orleans in that division. Uh, Tom Brady, obviously, we know he's missed a ton of time. Coming back today. This yeah. mm-hmm. He's coming back. That's actually the bigger news to me than anything else. But New Orleans, the wild card with Jameis Winston under center, how effective can he be? Those are the big question marks. This Carolina team, Christian McCaffrey, tremendous talent, but inability to stay healthy could be a problem for them moving forward. And then does Baker play better under a healthier uh, situation? Remember, two years ago, he had a terrific season, but I think there's an immense amount of talent, or excuse me, there was an immense amount of talent around him in Cleveland. Uh, opening week, they are at Carolina, 10 o'clock Pacific, 1 o'clock Eastern time. Jacoby Brissett getting the start for Baker's former team, the Browns. Baker and the Carolina Panthers right now, one and a half point favorite of all. I don't agree with that. Um, first of all, I'm a bigger Jacoby Brissett fan than most people are. I think he's a game manager. And I think when you look at the talent around him in Cleveland, I think he can be efficient and effective. You said it's plus one and a half on the Browns. Yes. 
I'll tell you what, I'm looking forward to the Browns taking a six-point teaser with them getting about seven and a half in that spot. I think they got a great shot to win the game. Now, if I don't find anything else, I'll take them straight up. But with Brissett, I, I think you, you're going to be a little bit more conservative. Stefanski's a very cerebral guy. They'll cater and tailor the offense to what he does best. Have you started to think about week one Survivor? I know you're in the Survivor no, contest again this year. I, I actually, no, I'm actually sick to my stomach over the fact that I just saw what the week uh, zero schedule in college football is. <laughs> you know, the only game of any kind of kind of redeeming quality would be Northwestern, North, uh, in ne- Nebraska. But hold on. Last year, these two teams played, Nebraska beat them 56-7. I mean, th- this is horrific. They should have just said the whole week is a bye. Uh, let's talk about Big Ten. That's a nice segue. Nice segue there. Brett McMurphy, a college uh, college football reporter who's often on this network. Uh, you can find him uh, during the football season on Mitch and Paul at least every other week. Uh, follow the money. Our show at 4 a.m. Uh, Pacific, 7 a.m. Eastern every morning. Oregon has initiated preliminary discussions with the Big Ten to determine if the Ducks are compatible, according to the Action Network. Outgoing or, uh, University of Oregon President Michael Schill, A.D. Robert Mullins, and Big Ten Commissioner Kevin Warren were not involved in any discussions in Chicago, another source said. Your thoughts about the viability of Oregon joining the Big Ten? Well, first of all, um, I'm assuming they meet the academic requirements. Uh, that's a big part of the conference, the certain teams and certain schools that they would take in there. But uh, I get the appeal with Oregon uh, in theory, but I asked this question before we started the show today. Um, you know, eventually Phil Knight won't be around. And what happens to Oregon's financial support? Is, is there money that he has willed to this program to continue to sustain itself and to be able to build out and compete the way they have? If that's not there, I don't know what happens to Oregon. Um, I know the Big Ten was interested in Stanford because from an academic standpoint and also from an athletic standpoint, it would have been uh, nice to see in there. But it would make sense to me for Oregon. It's an easy decision. It just have to hope that the Big Ten's willing to bring you on board. Do you think the Pac-12, let's say Oregon leaves, the uh-huh. Pac-12 starts adding teams or does it go with eight an eight-team conference like it once was the Pac-8? No, I think it winds up in a situation where they've got to go elsewhere, Big 12 or other places. Because remember when it was the Pac-8, you still had USC and UCLA. This league cannot sustain itself without those two Los Angeles programs. All right. We do have an early baseball game today, and we'll get to the the other games later, uh, along with uh, Jeff Erickson. It's interesting here in the pitching decision. All right, the White Sox are at the Royals in a makeup game here. Kopesh is going to get the start against Lynch for the Royals. White Sox around $1.50. Here's what's interesting. Dylan Cease was supposed to go... Yesterday morning in that early game uh, in Cleveland, the game gets delayed, 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 and then rained out. He doesn't come back with Cease LaRusso, I'm talking about, Tony LaRusso, White Sox manager, in this game. Instead goes with Kopesh against the Royals and is saving Cease for tomorrow night, the start of the series in Baltimore. Yeah, I think that's part of it. The other thing is Kopesh has pitched fairly well against uh, Kansas City, so that's always a factor and a consideration in terms of the matchup. Do you do well against your opponent? And I think that's obviously the case here. This is a good opportunity for Chicago after the off day to be able to beat a team that has really had some issues. So interesting to see what happens in this one going forward between these two teams. These are the kind of games the White Sox have to win now down the stretch. There's no question about it. By the way, um, I thought Cueto was unbelievable in terms of his performance on, was it Saturday night? Yes. The, um, well, I mean, they got great starting pitching Friday, too, and blew the 2 nothing lead with the bullpen, and then Cueto was dominant on Saturday in that series. Yeah, this, this is going to be interesting to see what happens with this team going forward um, in terms of can the offense generate anything. That's where their problem still remains. They are two and a half games back of Cleveland in the AL Central, and then three and a half games back of Seattle for the third wild card, but with Minnesota and Baltimore in between them. So big series coming up in Camden Yards as well. 
All right, they uh, we've got another preseason NFL football game tomorrow, uh, and what a matchup it is between the Falcons and the Jets um, from New York. Falcons installed as a two and a half point favorite in this game of all, with a total of thirty eight. Any thoughts on the game before we get to projections on the Falcons uh, and Jets? future no not not gonna be involved in this one but i just want to kind of see some of the players i hope Mariota does well i like him a lot i hope he has a successful year in atlanta and um you know the game's going to take place tonight uh monday night uh eight o'clock eastern time have you does anything over the weekend before we get to the jets and the falcons anything over the slate of games here and what was week two for most teams in the preseason jump out at you I didn't see uh the game but there was uh one team and, and i'm drawing a blank on who it was um was it, I think it was Denver. They give a, I think Buffalo scored on their like first five drives at, I, or something. I, I looked at that total because I thought it was high, right? Mm-hmm. It was like 43 and a half. Yeah. I said, boy, that's a high total. And then I looked up, it was like 28 to seven in the second quarter. <laughs> they, they just scored at will in the first half. Yeah, they really did. And uh, this is after Denver, 42 15. Five. This is after Denver held the Cowboys to seven points the week before. Yeah, I, I was just surprised by the performance there by that. Uh, by that Denver team. I understand you're not playing all your guys, but still you figured there'd be a little bit more competitiveness out of them. Meanwhile, John Harbaugh and Baltimore wins their 23rd consecutive preseason game. That's amazing. But what's more, here's what's more amazing. 23 straight up wins. 22 and one against the spread in those 23. And that game went from six and a half down to six. Yeah. I, I you know, I got to give myself a lot of credit. I have taken advantage of zero of these games. Absolutely. I, no, you know, what's funny. I, I knew yesterday they were playing and I just couldn't do it. I, I said, ah, I'm not going to get involved. In they it. were up 21 heading to the fourth quarter and I Arizona saw. scored twice. Actually had it, got it down to seven with about six minutes left, but then no, no further score. 22 and one. That is unbelievable. Uh, Falcons win total. For the season them all, and this is with the striations, right? The indices bet. The Falcons to win three, four, or five games is plus one oh five. To win zero, one, or two games is four to one. Six to eight games is plus one eighty. Your thoughts on the Falcons is an indices bet. I like it a lot. I would look at the three to five. Uh that one seems to really stand out to me. That that's probably the one I would go with. And minus one forty three to finish fourth in the AFC South. I like that better too. Okay. Uh, Carol- Carolina's better than them. And then, of course, you've got uh, Tampa, New Orleans. I-, I think that's a great bet, actually. This might be the best bet involving you. I've seen some people taking some shots here at Circa on the Saints to win the division. Yeah. What with what's going on in Tampa, especially with Brady? It, it, how do you feel about that? I, I look, it's the same argument I give on Lamar. You know, people say, well, Lamar's got to play well. No, here's the thing if Lamar ever plays at a level where he's throwing the ball accurately, he becomes the most unstoppable player ever. I mean, we already know what he can do with his legs, and even his inaccuracies, he's still efficient half the time. And it's like Jameis, the same thing. We know the Saints have a good defense. You've got a good receiving core. They drafted Olave. You've got already uh, Michael Thomas. Uh, Alvin Kamara should be back in the mix, depending on what happens with the league. But to me, there's some opportunities here with the Saints team if Jameis Winston surprises and is effective. Plus 310 right now in the Saints to win the NFC South. And next segment, we're going to talk about all eight divisions any bets that you're going to make and who you think will win? You know, I think the plus 310 is an intriguing one and a good number. And the reason is if New Orleans gets off to a fast start, you'll have an opportunity with the season progressing and to be able to come back with, with Tampa. Tampa. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. And then the Jets went uh, indices. Th- uh, the favorite here is six, seven, or eight wins at plus 110. Three, four, or five wins is plus 165. Zero, one, or two is plus 750. Nine through 11, plus 450. 
Mid-major Mike White's going to get the start. And it's so appropriate since he played at Western Kentucky. Mike, I don't see it with this team. Maybe I'm missing something. Would with you mark. take the shot at 3-4-5 at plus 165? I would. I, I don't see them necessarily having a great year. But I'll tell you what, I think the AFC West, I'm sorry, the AFC East is a weaker division than most people may look at it being. I, I think it's the weakest division in the AFC. Obviously, Buffalo's a clear-cut team, one of the top teams in the, in the National Football League. But I think they're going to run roughshod over this division. And interesting about division finish, exact division finish, the Jets are a larger favorite to finish fourth in the division uh, than the Falcons even are. I guess that's because of Carolina. F- minus 250 to finish last in the division. Yeah, I, I think that's going to be the case. Uh, I think it's going to be pretty clear cut. This team looks like they have a long way to go. Yeah. Um, if Zach Wilson mm-hmm. hadn't gotten hurt, would that change your thought on whether the Jets – could get to six. Uh, the Jets could get to six, seven, or eight wins. Would you put it? Would you just pass on that indices bet if it was Wilson straight through? No, I just don't see it yeah. yet. I mean, and also out of Wilson last year. Look, I hope Zach Wilson does really well. I like him. Liked him at BYU a lot. But how effective is he going to be remains to be seen. There's a lot of deficiencies with this team across the board. Does Robert Salah survive a season past this one? Depend. You know, a lot of it is. Are you? Do you look like you're going in the right direction? The one thing you can say with Detroit, Dan Campbell, and them look like they were going in the right direction. The College Football Guide is out now, as we all know, and the NFL Guide drops this Thursday. Start your football season on the right foot with expert profiles of every team, including team trends, power ratings, and over-under recommendations, and best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. You cannot get this guide a la carte anymore. You must be a VEASAN All Access subscriber to get the College Football or the Pro Football Guide. It's only $175 all the way through Super Bowl. Go to vcin.com slash subscribe. When we come back, Amal gives you the division winner in all eight NFL divisions. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. 
I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of Odds On is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that's helped millions of Americans achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zen understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is a little different. Everyone is on their own journey. But whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step towards change, Zen will be there for you. Check out Zen Nicotine Pouches at zen.com. That's Z-Y-N C-O-M. The product does contain nicotine, which is an addictive chemical. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm with Amal Shaw. Thanks to Wes Reynolds, who filled in on Thursday and Friday last week. Jeff Erickson, co-founder of Rotowire, will join the show in 15 minutes to discuss the baseball playoff races and today's docket. See if he likes any plays. Amal, let's get down to breaking the divisions in the NFL and see if there's any plays that you've either made or that you would make at the current prices today. And I'll add my two cents worth as well. Start with the AFC North, where you we know you've already bet the Ravens at yeah. least three different times. What's your your blended number on the Ravens About right 190. now? One ninety. All right, currently sits at plus one forty. Joe Burrow and the Bengals plus one seventy. The Browns plus three eighty. The Steelers ten to one. Would you still bet the Ravens at plus one forty? Yeah, I think so. I yeah. think look, they're going to win this division. I think they're the best team in the division, but also they've got uh, the best situation in terms of. When you look at it, Cincinnati was dealing with some injuries with Joe being out for a little while. They'll be okay, but defensively, they still have some holes. You know, I, I don't think a three-game performance, and to me, makes up for the fact that Cincinnati still was you know, struggling to get in the postseason last year. When Kansas City looks back in 10 years, they're going to say, boy, we missed an opportunity. Had the Bengals look back now, say we had the Bengals at home to go to the Super Bowl and didn't do it. Here's inter- something interesting, and we're going through DraftKings mm-hmm. here, Amal. The Ravens, the favorite to win the division at plus 140. Bengals plus 170, but the Bengals season win total higher than the Ravens, 10 against nine and a half. I, I, I don't know what to make of that. I mean, that's just ridiculous to me, but, you know, I, I mean, that, how does that make sense? Well, it's like, it's like having some places win. nine and a half beats 10. There was an article. Oh, I forgot who. It's all about juice, too. But No, I understand that. But still, if, if you project that team to win 10 games, if you set that number there, then shouldn't they be the favorite to win the division if the opponent's nine and a half? Well, in that market, probably people didn't attack it as much as yeah. they did 
of the division market. Would you bet a superfecta here, Amal, the exact division finished in this order? Hold on, hold on one second. I'm, I'm, what is a superfecta? I'm not a horse racing guy. Four, the top four in order. Okay. Would you bet it just like this? Would you bet Ravens first, Bengals second, Browns third, Steelers fourth? Or no, because you're not sure the last two? Or no, because you're not sure the Bengals are second? I'm not sure the Bengals are second. I okay. think the Browns have a great shot to be there. I think if the Ravens don't win the division, I think the Browns are going to win the division. You said the weakest division was the AFC East. Let's yeah. move there. Bills, that superfecta I mentioned is plus 425. I don't think it's high. I wouldn't bet it either. Not in that division. Um, AFC East, where you said this is the weakest division. You think it is weaker than the AFC South. um, Bills are minus 230. I think that's cheap. Minus 230 to win the division. Dolphins plus 450. Patriots plus $5. Jets 28 to 1. Remember, we hit this bet last year, putting three division winners together. I I put the Bills in that parlay again. They were minus 190 at MGM about three weeks ago. They're still minus 225 as of today. I mean, there were some opportunities in that one there. Uh, But to me, when I look at this team, uh, I think Buffalo is going to be the clear-cut team. I don't know who's going to finish second. Miami or New England, that's my big question mark. And I think the Jets fourth. This is one where I'd look at a superfecta. Now, uh, if you can pick the order, I would just go you, with you would do. But you would do two of two them. Two of them, right? yeah. Yes, <laughs> exactly. With the Bills, Bills Dolphins, Patriots, Jets. Bills first, Bills, and Patriots, the Jets Dolphins, Jets. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I, I would agree with you there. It's an interesting race for second. Uh, season win totals: Bills eleven and a half, Dolphins nine, Patriots eight and a half, and Jets five and a half. All right, let's move to the AFC South here, where the Colts and the Titans opened up as pretty much co-favorites. Them all. And the money has certainly dictated now that the Colts are the clear choice. Colts minus a dollar thirty to win the AFC South. Titans plus a dollar seventy-five. The Jaguars plus seven fifty, and the Texans thirty to one. Yeah, I I think this is tougher. I mean, I'm going to go with Jacksonville to finish third. Look, when I said the AFC South is better than the AFC East, is because I think the Colts and Titans are more competitive than the Dolphins and the Patriots. And I know we know Buffalo is clearly uh, the, one of the top two teams in the AFC. But to me, uh, I, I would lean towards the Colts. But I think Tennessee can win this one. I have a lot more affinity for Tennessee than most people do. And then I think Jacksonville probably finishes third. Well, the four teams in the AFC East combined win more games than the four teams in the AFC South? Which, which if you had That's a hand, I'm going to give it to them at a pick them. You'd bet the South? Uh... I would probably lean towards going. It really comes down to Jacksonville for me. If you go by the win totals, it's clearly the East, though. Yeah, correct. Because they're 11 and a half, nine, eight and a half, yeah. and five and a half. They're, they're higher at every spot. Five. Yeah, they are. But you think this division is more solid? Well, I think that you have two teams that are competitive that are viable to make the playoffs. Look, you can argue that New England and Miami are, but I don't think they're playoff teams. Yeah. Okay, and then let's close out the AFC with what people are talking about as the best division in recent years the AFC West. Where the Colt, where the Chiefs are plus one seventy five favorites, the Chargers plus two twenty, the Broncos with Russell Wilson plus two sixty, and the Raiders plus six fifty. Season win totals: Chiefs ten and a half, Chargers and Broncos both ten, and Raiders eight and a half. Yeah, I look at this one and I, I think I'm going to go with the Chargers to win the division uh, simply because I think they have more talent. I can't see defensively. I have question marks about. I also think the loss of Tyreek Hill will have an impact at some point in time. Uh, I think the Raiders are the best long shot on the entire NFL board to win the division. The Broncos the best defense in the division. Uh, I don't know. I, I think the Chargers might be there. Uh, remains to be seen. You know, Denver gets a lot of credit for what? I, I don't get it. I, no, there's not a bigger loss. Von Miller for a few years. Yeah, he hasn't been there in a while. Um, but well, to me, but they won a Super Bowl with a Super Bowl with Peyton Manning. On the defense winning it. And then 
We've always had this perception they're a top 10 defense since then. Uh, well, range to see. Uh, to me, I like Russell Wilson, but can these receivers be impactful is the you, question. You like Russell Wilson. You're one of the yeah, biggest I am Russell the president Wilson. of the fan yeah, club. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, I like Russell Wilson. For me, I want no part of this division. I would agree with you there. I, I think... I, I think either any of the top three teams could win it. Uh, I think any of the four teams can make the playoffs. All right, let's move to the NFC. I think the NFC is interesting from from the overall playoff perspective because I don't the wild card level to me is is very muddy. But let's start with the NFC North, where the Packers, who have won thirteen games three straight years, are your favorite at minus a dollar ninety. The Vikings plus two sixty. The Lions ten to one, and the Bears. 15 to 1. Season win totals 11, 9, 6.5, and, and 6.5 and on both the Bears and the Lions. 6.5 starting to disappear on the Lions. A lot of places have gone to 7. Yeah, um, look, I think they'll be competitive, but again, there's still one concern I have. Jared Goff's the quarterback. And at the end of the day in the NFL, you're going to play many, many close games. Can he come through in the clutch in those types of games? I, I don't believe he's going to be the guy. The Bears under 6.5 to me is the play. I mean, I'm six and a half. Still at six and a half. <laughs> I can't either. How about 15 to one to win the division? It's missing a few zeros. Yeah, I would agree with you. By the way, look, I said this when Fields came out. Accuracy left a lot to be desired. And I don't know if he's going to be the guy. Now, last year, Matt, Matt Nagy, by the way, holy cow. This, this guy needs to be in the Richie Cotite and Paul Can Hackett Hall of Fame of coaches. <laughs> you know, Hackett's son is that Denver. I, yeah. I'm, a, I'm like, anybody who comes from the pedigree of Paul Can Hackett should not be hired as a head coach. But to me, the Packers are an easy one to win this division. I, I don't understand all of a sudden Minnesota's going to be better. You know, we're acting like Devontae Adams. He's a tremendous receiver, best receiver in the league for the last two years. Uh, last time I checked, he's not 80 from Mississippi Valley State. My parlay, uh, uh, my four-team parlay is Ravens, Bills, Packers, Buccaneers. Is it my Ravens, four, Bills, Packers, Packers, Buccaneers, all to win their divisions. That's my four-team parlay. Well, it depends on how... Look, I think the Packers and the Bills are probably the two easiest teams to win their divisions. I, even though I love the Ravens, I, th- I would say it's far more challenging. Tampa's in good shape, but if Brady's unable to play for some reason, uh, how concerned would you be with Tampa? Well, I'd be concerned, but I, I, I don't think you can. You have to bake that into it. Because That's I, this absence... I mean, what this nonsense with the mass Singer, but probably it's a family time and maybe it's his mom. Uh, East, a lot of steam behind the Eagles. This is this is really closed. Cowboys plus one forty, Eagles plus one sixty. Uh, Washington is five to one, and the Giants are eight to one. Season win totals here as we flip this board to the NFC East. Cowboys ten, Eagles nine and a half, Commanders eight, Giants seven. I'm still going to go with Dallas here. They got the better quarterback. To me, that, that's so important here. I, I like Dak Prescott and company. I, th- I think they should be able to win this division. Are the Eagles a playoff team to you? They are. They're one of nine teams that can get one of the seven spots in the NFC. Cowboys, Eagles, uh, Packers, Vikings, Saints, uh, Tampa Bay, and then three teams out west, including Arizona, 49ers, and Rams. At Circa, Eagles, minus 160 to make the playoffs. Uh, what, what, what was your other one here, Amal? Who are your wild cards of the NFC? I said there are nine teams that can get in there potentially out of, of the five spots. I mean, three spots, or five teams. Uh, 49ers, uh Arizona, Minnesota, Saints, and uh, Philadelphia. 49ers minus 210 on the S. The Eagles, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, minus 160 on the S. The Vikings minus 115 uh, on the S. Throwing the other teams in the division races. Rams minus 235. Uh, Cowboys minus 240. Interesting here. 
Uh, I think that's the play, though, is to, if you could pick out these NFC wildcard teams. Yes, no on the playoffs, the interesting way to go, as opposed to divisions and some of these tighter ones. All right, Amal, when we come back, we're going to look at wildcard races in both divisions, and we're going to look at the slate of baseball games tonight, all with co-founder of Rotowire, Jeff Erickson, including your favorite pitcher, Julio Urias, going for the Dodgers. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Want more betting insights to give you an edge? Of course you do. You're listening to VSIN. Check out our Best Bets podcast. You can listen to daily sports betting highlights from the entire 24 7 stream of VSIN experts tracking line moves, odds, props, wins, losses, and bad beats from sports books right here in Las Vegas and all across the country. Download the VSIN Best Bets podcast now at slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here with Amal Shaw. It's a Monday, and it's 11.30 a.m. Pacific time, so that means Jeff Erickson, co-founder of Rotowire, is joining the program. How are you this week, Jeff? I'm doing good, guys. Uh, happy to be back in the saddle. Just didn't win any uh, college tour trip with my daughter the last four days, so back to uh, watching sports now. <laughs> we're seeing, we're watching live here. Uh, the White Sox and Tony La Russa decide to start Michael Kopesh today. Dylan C. scheduled yesterday. Uh, in the series finale in Cleveland, the game got delayed twice and then postponed. He didn't come with Cease today. He's going to pitch Cease tomorrow in the opener at Camden Yards. Went with Kopesh. You were explaining they were looking at him for a leg issue before the game. He starts the game, doesn't record an out through four batters. Bases loaded, nobody out bottom of the first. White Sox already down one nothing. Yeah, it's a big mess. Uh, and, you know, Kopesh didn't get a single guy out. You know, this is a guy who's been pitching pretty well so far lately. But I don't, unless Cease threw in like the warm up before the delays. Uh, maybe that's why you push him back and you treated yesterday as a throw day. That's the only explanation I can get here. But yeah. And the fact that they looked at Kopech and they found that, you know, he, he said that he could try to go, he tried and it didn't work out. It was just, it's just a mess. And it's just yet another bad thing that's happened to the White Sox guys. This is a team that we expected to, if not want to run away with the division to win it, they're definitely the, the betting favorite 62 and 59 going in this game. Yeah, I want to ask about the AL East to start off with here. Is this division over with? The Yankees now have put themselves in play with uh, with their record since the All-Star break. You know, with teams 8, 9, 10 games back, we're in mid-August, but they're not scoring any runs. Is it possible somebody wins the East other than the Yankees? I mean, it's extremely unlikely, but it, it's certainly possible. I mean, you know, I remember a couple of years ago, though, the Dodgers went through a similar stretch. They were just terrible. And they, you know, I think it was in 2019, they went through like a month-long stretch where they really struggled. Maybe not to this amplitude, but yeah, they were fine. I mean, teams go through slumps like this at times. I, I think that the Yankees are probably, you know, I mean, they're not probably. They're they're clearly the odds-on favorite. Uh, and they're you know, it would take an epic collapse. We're talking like the Phillies in the 60s collapse sort of level of collapse. Uh, Jeff, when you mentioned that division, I thought the key play was yesterday. They get Vlad Guerrero out with the bases loaded. I thought it was a division-defining play potentially by Trevino in the seventh inning there because the Yankees here could have been up only six games had the Blue Jays taken that one. They'd already taken the first three or four. I still yep. have some concerns. Number one, who's closing for this team? <laughs> Trevino ends up going two-plus innings to be able to get the uh, close on this game. Uh, Cortez pitches well, but offensively, there is nothing there. I mean, Judge officially takes an at-bat just to look like he's in the batter's box. The next thing you always see is him walking back to the dugout after a strikeout. 
I think there's far more concerns than just the division. Now they've fallen almost, what, four games behind Houston for the best record in the American League? There's serious problems. Is there any chance, if this thing continues to go sideways over the next week or two, that Boone could be in serious trouble before the season ends? I mean, I I would assume it's doubtful, but what do you think? Boone, Cashman, I mean, you could see it both in some ways there. I mean, you know, the fact is the Yankees, it's been a long time since they've even been to the World Series, let alone won one. And when you're the Yankees, I mean, you have this high level of expect, uh, expectation. Uh, their, their moves at the at the deadline, you know, everyone thought Ben Benintendi, okay, that's a good fit. That makes sense. Oh, yeah, you know, go get uh, Montas, that, go get an ace. He hasn't been an ace since then. That's been a little bit unlucky. They lost out on Luis Castillo, though. That was the big one there, that they didn't get Castillo. The, the Mariners topped their bid. Uh, and I think Castillo would have been the perfect fit. And then the, the whole Montgomery for Harrison Bader trade, which we're still trying to figure out. Um, I know they're really down on Aaron Hicks, but you know why not trade for a healthy outfielder if you're going to trade away a rotation piece? Yeah, you know, it, it was a weird deadline for them, and it just you know you could see some uh, signs here. Uh, as far as who closes next, yeah, Trevino pitched 32 pitches yesterday, so he's clearly not going to pitch if they need a save today against the Mets. But um, and and the big development was Chapman melting down again. I think that that's just that's one of those things where they thought they had him fixed. And he comes in in a save situation. He walks two, uh, you know, puts two guys on, gives up a bloop. Next thing you know, it's all over. Uh, and it's just that sort of situation is just really rough. Yeah, to your point, Amal just pointed out that the 2017 Dodgers went through a stretch where they went 2-19. and 19. Yep. Jeff, yep. speaking of the Dodgers, the presumptive NL Cy Young winner, Sandy Alcantara, gives up six earned in Chavez Ravine yesterday to raise his ERA from one eight middle one eights up to close to two, two and Saturday, he has to face the Dodgers in Miami against Dustin may. If the Dodgers bat him around again, is this NL Cy Young race become much more interesting? It, it does to a certain extent. I, I wouldn't doubt that Sandy Alcantara struggled against the Dodgers last year too. had his uh, worst outing of the year in, in Chavez ravine. So there's something there about that. Um, I, you know, it, I think if he dominates other uh, in other games aside from the Dodgers, then he's probably fine because you know we'll, you know voters won't you know have that micro memory necessarily and point out the, the couple of bad starts. But he's earned himself a buffer. He's thrown I think 15 more innings than any other NL starter, at least among the uh, the other guys that are in contention here. So you know, it, you know the odds might narrow, but he's still got to be a pretty big favorite. I still think an injury is the only thing that causes him to not win. Well, what's very interesting and good for Corbin Burns, and especially if those of you backed him here at this point he gets two starts in a row against the Dodgers and so does Sandy as they rotate series Brewers Marlins Brewers Marlins Burns wins the first start they gave him they got him five now he gave up three in the sixth if he'd have come through there unscathed that Miller Park maybe a stronger argument but he's going to get to face him again this week at Chavez Ravine so we're going to have four head up starts here to compare over uh you know about a uh, 12-day period I wonder how much voters, though, will use that in their in their analysis. Are they going to be able to go back six weeks and say, OK, well, I remember these two weeks where Alcantara and Burns were facing the Dodgers. Or are they going to look at the overall body of work and kind of gloss over the individual comparisons? I, I don't even think it's a race. I, I don't even understand who's in second place. And I like your response. You said even if he has another bad start, I think his body of work for the entire season has been so strong. I just saw this morning at MGM, he's minus 280. I still would bet him because I don't even see a clear-cut second person. Mike said this on Friday. Or, or I'm sorry, on Wednesday last week, he goes, even if Sandy got hurt, he goes, as long as he gets through August, I don't see anyone unseating him. Do you see a scenario where somebody's going to be able to step up there? Because here's my problem with Burns, Gonsolin, and then 
that's really it. I mean, who you can argue, Julio Urias. None of these guys take the ball every fifth day and you go, okay, I'm penciling him in for seven if he's got a bad start, eight if he's got a good start, and nine if he's got a great start. Yeah. I, I kind of wonder why Noah's not on this list, to be honest with you guys. Um, I I think he's he, he belongs in that conversation as well. But And he is a guy that takes the ball every fifth day. He does get a lot of the innings. I, I'm trying to look and see why he isn't in that conversation. I guess Wheeler is... is vaguely in that conversation but i think noah is actually you know it's got a pretty good argument too 325 era 0.96 whip he's he's thrown his share of innings 157 innings so far i don't understand why noah's not you know getting the same consideration as freed and you know is it just wins and losses yeah um you know jeff i do my top five in each in each league cy young list and and i did mine last tuesday and i told them all by the numbers nola should be here but he's yeah. he's not because Noah's a guy that if you know if you score three he gives up four if you score one he gives up that, that's just been, that's been Nola and look he's second in innings to Sandy Alcantara and, and and if you go back to I think 2018 Nola might have the most innings pitched in Major League Baseball I mean he he he's been that but he just doesn't seem to win enough for the Phillies and look the Phillies are probably going to make the playoffs his record much worse than Wheeler's. Yeah, but it's again. What metric are we going to use? Are we going to use wins and losses? Are we going to use all, like everything? And I just think Noel is a great pitcher, and I think he doesn't. Uh, he, he gets short shrift here. Baseball writer John Heyman wrote after this really rough stretch of games here for the Mets, going and playing the Phillies and the Braves, the Phillies and the Braves. They finally get some relief going to Yankee Stadium tonight. Scherzer <laughs> is a dollar sixty favorite against Domingo Herman. The total seven and a half, Jeff. It is, and you know they they. Met, matched up quite well with the Yankees last time they met up. Uh, the Mets are navigating this stretch so well. I mean, I think they lost two out of three to the Braves in Atlanta that one series, and that's about it. Um, they've been super strong. And, you know, facing all these tough uh, opponents, I mean, they're a legit October contender. I mean, they're right there with the Dodgers, with the Astros. I put them, I, I'd give them better odds than the uh, Yankees at this point in time. Uh, the only question is maybe the National League might be tougher to get through. I would agree with you guys, especially Jeff's uh, evaluation of the Mets. I thought that win yesterday against Philadelphia was huge. You've got yeah. a big lead. You've got a young guy getting the start for the Metropolitans. They had a couple of three different leads, I think, 3 nothing and 7-4, and the Mets still come back and win. It really says a lot to me. But the offense, to me, is now catching up with the pitching for the Mets. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I think they're right there with anybody else to win this World Series. How do you see it if you had to pick one team right now as we near uh, September? thing I don't like about the Mets is they're getting the games to Diaz. I still think that's their biggest issue. Uh, and losing uh, Carrasco and Walker is a problem. I still has the, the Dodger. I have the Dodgers still as my top team. Probably the Astros second. Uh, w- would you say that the Dodgers are more likely to win the National League or the Astros are more than likely to win the American League? I, I think the Astros. I don't think there's much competition in their way. I agree with you on the Astros. Winning the American League is probably the better bet. All right, Jeff, thank you as always on a Monday for taking the time, and we'll see you when we see you. All right, take care, guys. <laughs> thank Bye. you. Always terrific stuff with Jeff. Absolutely. I think he's right on Nola on the numbers. But people remember wins and losses, too, especially when you back somebody. When we come back, the rest of the Major League slate. At 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Kick off football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. All season long, Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook for all football related content. Check out betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app for the latest odds, unique promotions, player props, and more. Every week, Bet Rivers has unique football specials to help you win big. Cheer on your favorite teams and your favorite players with Bet Rivers. It's a whole new game. Welcome back into Odds On Mike Palm with Amal Shaw. Final segment here today. Let's go through the Major League Baseball card. Amal, you said the White Sox escaped the bottom of the first, only giving up four runs. I, I tell you what, there was a, a pass ball. The guy doesn't score. There was a ball hit out to the outfield. I, I outfield. I see the right fielder's back turned to the infield, and they still only managed to score a single run on that play. 
I mean, to them, to only get four runs with the bases loaded and two runs already in and nobody out, you had to score more here. This would be yeah, this would be interesting here because the White yeah. Sox are going to score some runs today. Well, especially if you can get to that Kansas City bullpen. Yeah, uh, but they, they got to get there right now. And uh, here's the ground ball. Anyhow, top of the second, and it's still four to nothing, Kansas City Braves at Pirates. Um, <clears throat> after they come off to that series, good series this weekend. Every game was a good game with the Astros in Atlanta. They go to Pittsburgh tonight. Jake Odorizzi, who they acquired from the Astros, gets the start against Rony Contreras. Contreras not that bad. No. I've taken him in a few spots of all because he's always a big dog with the Pirates. Uh, Odorizzi. Uh, up to a $2 favorite now. It's $1.85 on the overnight. I'm all total nine here. Yeah, I'm not surprised. You know, in the National League right now, you've got four teams that are just playing excellent baseball at the top of the board. Uh, the Dodgers, the Mets, the Braves, and the Cardinals. All four of these teams look very dangerous. Um, if you're going to play the Braves here, I would go run line in Pittsburgh. Very hitter friendly at PNC. Um, to me, this is a situation where you either take the run line or... If you like Contreras here, you maybe take a shot with him. But I tell you what, this Pirates team can be very horrific at times. Uh, the Reds are in Philadelphia taking on the Phillies. Louis Sessa gets a start for the Reds against Thor. Nua Sendegard for the Phillies. Big favorite here. Phillies, $2.35 favorite. Minus, minus on the run line. Minus a run and a half. Minus, um, <clears throat> minus a run and a half. Minus 125 or 120 in some spots. And the total of them all, eight and a half. Uh, juice to the over. Yeah, I think this number is too high. I wouldn't lay this one with Philadelphia. Mike, I thought that was a really bad loss yesterday. They lost the first two games. They get the split in the doubleheader, and then you blow a three-run lead twice against the Mets. Not only you lose the first two in the series, you lose the first two with your best two pitchers with Nolan Wheeler. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was a series yeah. uh, where you come out of that, you, you needed to win three out of four, and it went the opposite way. And they didn't have to face Scherzer, and I believe yeah. they avoided DeGrom as well. Uh, that's correct. Yeah. Because they both pitched the last two days in Atlanta. Okay, a big rivalry here. Cardinals and Cubs. Uh, Jordan Montgomery, I believe, making his fourth start for the Cardinals. He's been terrific since coming over for the Yankees against Drew Smiley for the Cubs, who were competitive. That was a good series, too, uh, against the Brewers this weekend. Montgomery and the Cardinals leave Arizona. They go to Chicago. $1.65 favorite. The total is eight at Wrigley. Should be a competitive game. Cubs offense still lacking a consistency. I thought was it Steel? I think Steele was on the bump yesterday. It was yes, outstanding was. for them, and uh, this team couldn't come through, especially the bullpen giving up home runs on a day where the wind was blowing in at Wrigley. But uh, St. Louis continues to play very good baseball here. I don't like this game either way. You know who was outstanding for them mm. was Stroman on Saturday. I don't know if you got to watch it. It's not. an early game. Mm-hmm. He threw a two hitter through seven and two thirds. Wow. And and leaves up two to one with a runner on uh, with a runner on second and uh, home run two run homer, <laughs> bringing the reliever two run homer. The Cubs rallied. I think they eventually won six five and eleven or seven six. Cubs won the game, but Stroman got uh, cheated out of a win. All right, this was a good series. It's series a four game series split in Miller Park last week early in the week. Early in the week this week, the Brewers are at the Dodgers. Battle of lefties tonight. Eric Lauer against Julio Urias. Urias might be the hottest pitcher in baseball. Hard to say, not Dylan Cease, but Urias now, winner of nine straight decisions. And the Dodgers, a $2.55 favorite tonight on the run line, minus a run and a half, minus $1.20. The total, a mall, eight juice to the under. Yeah, Urias' last six starts, he's given up two earned runs or less during that stretch, and only one of those games did he give up the two. The other five have been either a bagel or a singular run. Uh, I like this game under seven and a half. Too high of a price right now, and the Dodgers are minus two fifty-five. Lauer pitched well at Miller Park against the Dodgers. I know the offense is really flourishing, 
But I still think when you get a pitcher like Lauer who's capable of slowing down the opposition, it's a tough spot to lay that number. What's your price on seven and a half under? Uh, I haven't looked even, at it yet. Even but, you can you can lay one twenty with eight. Would you rather have the eight? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, we talked about White Sox Royals. Still four to nothing. They're bringing in Vince Velasquez in the bottom of the second for the Sox. He'll probably eat up some innings here. On the end game, Royals a seven dollar favorite them all with a total of ten and a half. All right, let's move over um, to the American League and, and some interdivision games, interleague games. Angels uh, taking on the Rays. They go from Detroit to Tampa Bay. Good series for the Rays this weekend against Kansas City. Did what they needed to do. Lost the one game, and that was with McClanahan starting. Um, but we talked about that game last week. Tommy Davidson gets the start for the Angels against Springs for the Rays. Whew, another big number here tonight. 210 on the Rays. The total of 7.5, juice to the under heavily. Some sevens out there in the market of all. Yeah, I think... Uh... Big, too big of a number here. This this Tampa offense is just horrific. Now, uh, when you look at the pitching, it's been outstanding for this team. Yarborough, uh, he doesn't get an opportunity to get a win yesterday. He goes four and two-thirds innings because of a crucial error by Lau, and that hurt them. But this Angels team, how about uh, Showtime yesterday? They don't even scratch for him, him with him and Trout in the lineup. Well, did you see there? He gave up four earned. I didn't see it. Against the Tigers, he took the loss. Uh, but then they came out even before the telecast in and said he was sick. He was sick all night, but he didn't tell anybody. I don't get this. Okay. In the first half of the season where they were in the race, they were in second in the division. They were a wild card team. He would not pitch, but every seven days. Now, all of a sudden, they're 20 games out of it. He's pitching every five days. He's sick. He won't tell anybody. What is this? Now, he's just chasing the MVP? I, that's a great question. And honestly, it has to be addressed by the Angels because – you're playing to win. To me, it would have made more sense if he's pitching every fifth day in April and May, and then you realize you're out of contention, then all of a sudden he goes to every seventh day. You mentioned the illness or whatever it was uh, yesterday. Why are you even making the start? It's against the Tigers. It's a meaningless game. You're not impacting the playoff positioning. Look, if it were Baltimore, Toronto, Tampa, I get it, because you want to have your best pitcher out there in that situation to be competitive for the other teams. But Detroit, does it really matter? No. Nothing really matters. Uh, Rangers at Twins. This is your best play of the day, I believe, of them yeah. all. Uh, Reagans against Sonny Gray. Twins, $2.10 favorite. And this spot, around $1.05 or even money on the run line with a total uh, of uh, eight and a half of them all. I know you're, you're, you're in on this game. Yeah, I like the run line here with the Twinkies, even money. I think they bounce back, losing two straight to Texas at home. Uh, good opportunity here with Sonny Gray on the bump. Uh, this is one I think they get it. Excuse me, they get it done. All right, uh, Mets Yankees. We spoke briefly with Jeff Erickson about the game. Scherzer against Erman, uh, seven and a half the total. You got to lay around a dollar sixty with the Mets on the road here. Interesting number. It is, but I got to tell you, Mike, the way this uh, offense has been going, Ben Attendee. You know, um, I caught the tail end of the uh, the Yankees game, and they uh, Michael K made a great point. He goes, if Josh Donaldson doesn't hit that grand slam, where's this team at mentally? <laughs> and Andrew Benatendi, seventh inning, I believe it was, hits the two-run homer after they get out of it against Guerrero in the top of the seventh. Uh, Max Scherzer in this spot against the Yankees team right now that's really struggling offensively, and the Mets are just on fire offensively. I think this is one of the cheaper prices you can get. Now, I haven't laid this price yet, but I would look towards going with the run line here. Herman, it's going to be hit or miss. I think he could go five innings, give you one run ball, or he can go five innings and give you four runs. So remains to be seen what happens here. All right, then the last game on the dock here, the Marlins at the A's. Cabrera, who's been terrific for the Marlins. Aller for the A's. The Marlins, $1.25 favorite on the road. Total of seven. 
Well, I like up to a dollar forty-five now. There's a pretty big move on this game, about seventeen cent move uh, from the overnight. And I agree with it. I like the Marlins in this spot. Cabrera's been terrific. He he has. Um, you know, the interesting thing is the Marlins have scored four runs in the entire month of August once. That's what's so scary. Before it was done, remember. Yeah. What's so scary is this team can't score. Can you back them? That's the one area where you look at. Oakland at night, seven and a half. You look at the total. I, I really want to take this game under simply yeah. based on how inept this Marlins offense is, along with the A's. You mentioned nighttime game in Oakland. Uh, I think one of our final few opportunities before they leave the uh, Alameda County Coliseum and come down to Las Vegas. All right, I'm going to give you some odds here at Circa. we got about a minute left to make missed playoffs. How about Brewers plus 145 to miss the playoffs? Padres plus 230 to miss the playoffs. Wait a minute. Brewers are plus what price? 145 to miss the playoffs. I would take that all day. I would too. How, how, wait a minute. Who's going to be there in front of them? Philadelphia's the only shot, the other team you would look at. Well, the Braves or the Mets are going to be the first wild card. So let's no say question. Braves. Yeah, Braves. Right? Yeah. Phillies. I would say they're going to be. Padres. Yes. And then it's the Brewers. Well, the, Phil- the Padres are four games ahead in the, um, in the win column. I think it's going to be tough for them to be able to make up. The only concern I have is Philadelphia, but I like Philadelphia overall as a team better. I was wrong on them. I written them off. They've got a one-game lead right now, one-and-a-half-game lead on on the Milwaukee Brewers. But the Brewers the, now at Chavez Ravine now, too, this not week. Not only that, this Milwaukee team, regardless of who they play, they can't hit the ball consistently. Yeah. Uh, the, the Phillies are hosting the Reds. I mean, this number might move this week if they can get a couple games on, right? Play it now because I think it will be a minus price on the no um, after this, this three-game series for both of them. Thanks for tuning in today. Stay tuned to Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Up next, it's Betting Across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Avito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. 
to the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.